Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and Pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message. I'm in my year of jubilee. I'm expecting celebration, emancipation, and restoration every day in Jesus' name. Amen. So God, we are open and we are ready. Speak to us tonight. God, this is not just the year of jubilee in every, every, every other area, but our relationships. It includes our relationships. So, God, we say make us better so that our relationships are better. And we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name, lift your hands in the building and online. Say, God, make me better. Come on, I need you to say that thing like you really mean it. Say, God, make me better. Say that thing like you want them to pull out your bitterness, pull out your frustration. Like you're not going to have a repeat of any previous year. Like you're not going to accept average. You're not going to accept mediocre. You're not going to accept just surviving. You're not going to accept just going through some mundane existence in life. But for those of you that believe this is your jubilee year, it's a biblically mandated year, which means this will not be like any other year before. This is not a repeat. 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 And for that, we say thank you. Now, only for those of you that expect. If you don't expect, I'd, lo I'd love for you to please be quiet. Because I don't even want to hear you. For the rest of us that are in expectation, and Ephesians 3.20 says that he'll exceed our expectation, I need to count to three, and then I want you to shout at the level of your expectation. If you're not expecting anything, please be quiet. One, two, three, shout right there.
Come on, somebody say, I'm expecting. You got to let the enemy know. You got to let the atmosphere know. You know what you need to do sometimes? You need to let yourself know. I come against your doubt. I come against your fear. I come against everything in you that makes you think that it's not going to work. Against everything in you that makes you think it's not going to prosper. I come against everything in you that's full of junk instead of jubilee. God, clear out the junk and only put jubilee. God, clear out the junk and only let there be jubilee. God, clear out the junk and only let there be jubilee. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, fist bump somebody say jubilee, jubilee. So this is your year of what? Jubilee. Three things you should expect. You should know this like the back of your hand so you should be able to preach this part for me. Number one, celebration, which means what? Win or win. All this year, everything this year for you will be a win or win. There are only two options for you. If it's good news, it's a win. If it's not good news now, it's still a win because there's greater news that's available. Number two, emancipation, which means this will be no restrictions. This will not be a year where you're living in cages with chains that, frankly, you're not even really locked into. The reality is, is that God has already said this is a year of emancipation. There are no restrictions. This means whatever you couldn't do in previous years, you will do this year. Whatever you were too scared to do in previous years. You will do this year. Whatever you felt like you didn't qualify for in previous years, some in you is going to recognize, well, I might not qualify, but I'm still going to jump out there anyhow. I, I need your faith to be on Tim this year because you're about to be presented with some opportunities to do everything that God created you to do. And I don't need you locking yourself in a cage talking about, God, when are you going to do something? And God says, I don't even have you locked up in a cage because there are no restrictions this year. I mean, your bloodline will not be your restriction. Your finances will not be your restriction. Your pedigree will not be your uh, uh, restriction. Your lack of a degree will not be your restriction. Matter of fact, I just heard the Lord say, you're about to get a vice president's seat without a master's degree. I, I don't know who I'm talking to right there. I need you to look at somebody and say, you have no restrictions this year. Number three, number three, it is a year of restoration, which means it will be better than before. Everything God does this year will be better than before. When God restores something, it doesn't go back to the way it was. He makes it better than it was before. And this includes what? Our relationships. So this whole series, The Ships, is about how to learn how to make all relationships better. What have I taught you? A relationship is a decision. Let's start right there. Stop being mad about people you're in a relationship with when you can undecide. I am not forced to tolerate your attitude when I can adjust to your absence. Hallelujah. Okay? I, it's a decision to engage in perpetual connection, which means I, anybody you're in relationship with, you have made the decision to engage in perpetual connection. Let's look at this, uh, which means you're linked. So this first dynamic of a relationship means there's a link. There's a connection to you and them. And then the second dynamic is an association. This means that we share a joint purpose, which means we're not necessarily linked, but we work together, or we serve together, or we go to the same beauty shop. Or we, did they still call them that? Beauty shop? We call them <laughs> go to the same beauty shop, or hair salon, okay, bougie. All right, we go to, 
That's fine. All right, we, 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 go, we go there. All right, we go to the same gym. We're not connected. We just have a joint purpose. And then finally, the third dynamic of relationship is involvement, which means we, there's participation, which means there may be social activities or Activities, your kids play sports together, so you all go to the game together. Your kids cheerlead, play volleyball, soccer ball, football, basketball, baseball, every other kind of ball to distract them together. And so consequently, you all participate together. Bishop, what do you mean to distract them? Make sure that you don't have your kids so over-involved that you never get to develop them to think that there's more to them than being able to play a sport. I'm not knocking that, but what I'm trying to get you to understand is your kids are going, for some of you, watch me, they're going to take care of you. Yep. Just make sure you develop them beyond just recreational activities. I need you to make sure, yes, that's fine. We're going to do recreation, but we're going to go get that money too. We're going to, y'all like I said, we're going to do recreation, but I'm about to teach you business too. We're going to do recreation, but I'm about to teach you how to get real estate and rehab it. I just need you to make sure you don't lock your kids into thinking that's all they can do. Matter of fact, tell somebody next to you say, you have no restrictions on what you can do. For some of y'all, you're about to start moving in multiple zones of who you are because you're not just a linear person. You've got multiple things that you can do. And in previous years, you've only done one of those things because you said, I don't have the time. That's not going to be your issue this year. You said, I don't have the resources. That's not going to be your issue this year. I don't have the support. That's not going to be your issue this year. This is a year of Jubilee. Come on, Wednesday. Say, I have no restrictions. All right. Now. All relationships need these seven things. Number one, they need, come on, number one, all relationships need clarity. Say clarity. clarity. All right. Clarity means that there has to be a why behind the relationship. Number two, all relationships need Christ. Paul said you cannot be in relationship with somebody who rejects your God. We live in a culture where people will accept people's acceptance and reject God's acceptance. Which means they're so concerned about people liking them that they don't even consider, well, what does God think about this? Right? So Paul says you cannot be in relationship with people who reject God. That's very different than you don't know him and part of my assignment is to introduce you to him. If you reject him, then guess what? There's no relationship for us in any way, shape, form, or fashion. I may have to deal with you because we have a purpose, a joint purpose. But you ain't coming into my house. You, you ain't going to be all up in my car. You ain't going to be bringing that spirit. Keep all your stuff over there. Keep your little wind thing over there in your cubicle. Don't bring all that over here. Because if you reject my God, then you by default reject me. Because I'd be doggone if I get your acceptance and his rejection. Number three, contribution. Every relationship needs mutual contribution. You will resent people who you feel like they do less than you do for them. You will resent people where you feel like you do more than them. And here's the deal. While you may not do the same thing for them, you both got to do something for one another. There's got to be some type of mutual benefit. It can't just be, pay attention, it cannot just be me pouring and never getting anything back from my poor. It has to be something that is mutually contributed. Number four, every relationship needs character. Everybody say character. Yeah. All right. If they lie with you, they're going to lie to you, watch me, and they're going to lie on you. Okay? So you have to examine people's moral qualities and their mental qualities. Does this character match up? Some people are okay being friends where they only talk every three months. Their character says that this is how we do friends. So other people are like, look, if we're friends, we at least need to check in once a day. 
Okay, that's important that there is a matching of mental and moral qualities because if not, you're going to be frustrated, watch me, and you're going to be angry because you're going to feel like their character does not match you. And in this Jubilee year, since there's no time to waste, I don't have time to waste for people whose character does not match mine. I'm not trying to, be, I ain't beating you down or judging you, but I ain't got time for inconsistent people. Let's talk. I ain't beating you down, I ain't judging you, but the moment I see you can't, you can't move at my speed, you can't move at my pace, then guess what I just found out? I need to sideline you, I need to marginalize you, I need to bench you, because this is the Super Bowl I intend to win. Come on, I need you to look at somebody and say, I intend to win this year. I, and if I find out that you don't intend to win, listen, it ain't personal, baby, it's kingdom. I need to put you over there, because you can't be up in here. Number five, every relationship needs chemistry. Say chemistry. Do you even like them? It's a decision. So why are you friends with people you can't stand? Can't stand is an urban colloquialism that means you just don't really enjoy them. Like, why are you friends with people you don't enjoy? Okay? Watch me. Why do you go around people you don't enjoy? Why do you go around people that you don't enjoy? All right, pay attention. Chemistry is important. In chemistry, whenever you combine two toxic ingredients that are toxic to one another, you have an explosion. See, one thing can be good by itself. Another thing can be good by itself. When you combine those things together, explosion. For many people, you don't recognize that there's a lack of chemistry because they're a good person, but a good person doesn't mean chemistry. They so sweet. Sweet don't mean you like them. Oh, they say the nicest things. Doesn't mean you like being around them. Because maybe, maybe the tone of their voice, it, it, it's not, it, the chemistry isn't good. Because when they, you're like, oh, God, oh, okay. The chemistry's not good. Maybe it's too deep. Okay? The chemistry's not good. I pray you have people that have good chemistry. Why? Because when the chemistry is right, the conquering is strong. When you get with the right people, watch me, you can run through a troop. When David got around men that were the right chemistry, he started taking kingdoms and taking territory. When Joshua got around men that had the right chemistry, they started taking kings down. When you have people around you that you have good chemistry with, the conquering is strong. Let's go to this next one, competency. Are you expecting from them something they can actually deliver? It's foolish of you to expect a child to perform as an adult. Just like it's foolish of you, you ready? To expect an adult to be talked to like a child. Oh. Well, why do you feel like you have to talk to them like that? Because they're incompetent. Which means it's, it's, you need to look at who else you can put in that seat. Whenever you feel like, well, I gotta, I gotta do all of this to make sure that they get it. Okay, that may be true. But is it also revealing to you there's a competency issue? Okay, and it doesn't mean, everybody listen, it doesn't mean they're stupid. It just means they're not competent for the level you need. Okay, if you put me, if you put me in a, in a, in a mechanic shop to work on a car, now me, I'm gonna figure it out. Just, 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 me, per, just me personally. I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna do some deductive logic. And say it's an oil change, okay? Well, it's gotta be around here somewhere. I'm going to, this is me, I'm going to figure it out. Air, look at me, everybody doesn't have the attitude and competency to figure it out. Some people, the first thing they want to do is say, I don't know how to do it. I've never done it before. I'm not sure what to do. And they stand there and they look confused. To somebody like me, that pisses me off. Because I'm like, Google it. Look it up. Figure it out. 
Okay, but check this out. But competency, watch me, you can't have people around you where you are a less figured out person and they're like, I don't know. I've never done it. No one showed me. No one taught me. Okay, well, while you've been sitting here telling me what you couldn't do, you could have figured it out. Come on, I pray you have a figure it out spirit this year. I, because if, how many of you, you're that type of person? Let's just figure it out, okay? If you're that type of person, people who aren't like that, don't they tick you off? Why are y'all being so quiet in this building? Let me talk to y'all all that wave at me. Like, that aggravates you. You're like, oh, my God. Move, 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 move. Just, 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 just walk out. Walk out. Go on out there. Go on out there. Because, because watch me, because there's a competency issue. There's a competency issue. Okay? And you have to make sure that you, watch me, you match their competency. And if they're not competent at the level you want, here's the question you have to ask yourself. How long can I wait for it to come up? Okay? Quiet. Number seven, clear communication. Most people think they're great communicators. And they are. They're just on a different frequency than you. So you have AM, FM, XM. Many people say, I'm an amazing communicator, Bishop, on AM. But if who you're communicating to is on FM, watch me, your communication isn't clear. I pray God make you a clear communicator this year. Because for some of you, watch me, you don't have warfare, you have communication problems. For some of you, your relationships aren't that bad, just none of y'all knows how to communicate. There's too much pride, there's too much, y'all lift your hands, there's too much pride, there's too much arrogance, there's too much stuck up, there's too much assuming, there's too much foolery. And I pray, say God, make us clear communicators this year. Okay? Right? Clear communication, let me, let me go ahead and kill some stuff. Clear communication is not shutting down. For those of you, okay, okay, let's go. Those of you who you normally shut down, wave at me. All right, stop that. That is not clear communication. I just need a moment. What are you, a, a Windows 95 PC? You got to reset and reboot and re-log in? You got to learn, watch me, you're going to have to learn how to take hits and not stop moving. You have to learn how something hits you and be like, Okay, but, I can, but watch me. But stopping is not an option. I need you to help the person next to you because they've been getting hit. Watch me. And they've been staying in their hit. And God says, you got to move faster than this. Because where you're headed, you're going to take a lot of hits. But that's because you're going to be at a higher level. I need you to encourage somebody next to you. Touch them and say, you got to take a hit and keep moving. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Touch somebody else that looks like they got some level of faith, please, in the building and online. So you got to take a hit and keep moving. Shutting down, shutting down is not clear communication. An attitude is not clear communication. That's witchcraft. If you get an attitude to make people pay attention to you, I'm just going to be quiet. Shalom, everybody. Shalom. That is not clear communication. The Bible says that's witchcraft because you're attempting to manipulate by subversive actions. You know what the scripture says to do with witches? Kill them. The Bible says, suffer not a witch to live. Which explains why some things every time, you ready for this? There's some people that everything they touch dies. It's because God says, I'm revealing to you that you're a manipulator and nobody's ever called you out on your witchcraft. You worried about Beyonce, worry about yourself. 
Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. You worried about the Super Bowl or halftime party talking about Illuminati. You worried about all that. Worry about your witchcraft. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me and I know I'm right about it. He's quiet in the room. Okay? Clear communication. Clear, clear communication. Clear communication. And I'm not saying they're not valid concerns, but Christians be worried about everything else but themselves. And guess what? She got her money. I need you to get yours. I need you to touch somebody next to you and say, this is your year of jubilee. I don't need you worried about what everybody else got going on. I need you to make sure you handle your business. Make sure you handle your stuff. Y'all ready? All right. Clear communication. Clear communication is not getting an attitude. It's not shutting down. Watch me. It's not being distant. See how quiet it got? Because some of you don't shut down, you just get distant. You used to always walk up to them, say something. Now, and, and what's happening is the enemy will use this and begin to feed negativity into your mind about things that aren't even true. Well, how come they didn't say nothing to you? You don't want being distant. So let's get this straight. So you grown. You want everybody to know you grown, but people are supposed to read your vibes. Quiet in the building. Say, Lord, make me a clear communicator. Okay? Now, then some people watch me hollering and screaming and cussing and acting a fool. Now, listen, I understand. It feels good sometimes. <laughs> come on, who can be honest? Come on, y'all talk. Come on, who can be honest? Sometimes you just, you know. But here's the deal. Nobody heard you because they went into a defensive mode to protect themselves from you. So you're like, did you hear what I just said? No, actually I didn't. Because I was just, in case you got a little too close, I was getting ready to reach for something. <laughs> Come on here. Yeah. All right. All right. Sunday's message is called this, what friendships need, what friendships need. And I showed you a few scriptures about friendships. Proverbs 18.24. Proverbs means wisdom. Wisdom is an intelligence. Wisdom is the appropriate application of intelligence. Wisdom says, when I know something, what do I do with it? Wisdom becomes a shortcut. So you can be smart but not wise because you know it, but you don't know what to do with it. I pray you be wise in 2023. The Bible says the man of too many friends, which means they're chosen indiscriminately, will be broken into pieces and come to ruin. But there is a true and loving friend who is reliable and it sticks closer than a brother. Key and operative word here is one letter. It is a, which means you will not have very many real friends. I'm going to say it again. You will not have very many real friends, and that's okay. Bible says if you got too many of them because you're chosen indiscriminately, what does the Bible say? You're going to be broken into pieces. Why? Because you are literally giving people access they don't qualify for. And I need some of y'all to get a little bit more selective about who you let in your life. A little bit more selective about who you tell your business to. A little bit more selective about who you invite into your home. A little bit more selective about who you spend time with on the phone. Why? Because I need people in my life that are going to help me come together, not rip me apart. I gave you this scripture on Sunday, Proverbs 17 and 17. A friend does what? Loves at all times. And a brother is born for a time of adversity. Which means a real friend loves you when you're up, loves you when you're down. Love is two things, compassion and truth. Say compassion 
and truth. So a real friend, when, when you're feeling a little low, you're feeling lifeless, <laughs> a real friend will be there for you. They're going to have compassion. And then once you finish running your mouth about everything that's going on and everything that's happening and all that, then a real friend is going to say, we got to get up. You ain't been out the house. You look a little pale. <laughs> you ain't been eating nothing, huh? <laughs> look, a real friend will say, yeah, I hear what she did to you. Yeah, but we can't stay here. Yeah, I know how you feel, but you can't stay here. Okay, yeah, I'm going to give you your moment, but a real friend will say, we got to get up. And we got to keep it moving. How do you know you have a real friend? Because they don't mind risking you being mad for them to tell you the truth. A real friend will say, look, I hear what you're saying, but your attitude is off. Your attitude is off. I was talking to a friend of mine. He was talking, 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 talking. And he talked, talked. And, and, and he said, bitch, what you think? I said, uh, I said your confession sucks. He said, wow. I said, I know, I, I said, I know what you want to hear from me right now is, you know, how bad it is and all that. And I said, here's the deal. What are we going to do about it? I said, your confession is awful. I said, you are seeing exactly what you're saying. So now every time they talk to me, they're like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I already know what you're going to say. Let me get my confession right. Y'all got to hear what I'm saying. Y'all got to hear what I'm saying. Watch me. I have people that are friends that when I interact with them, if I'm off, they'll say, yeah, I hear what you're saying. That's great. I understand. Mm, oh, wow. They did what? Woo-wee. Okay, what are we going to do about it? Because staying stuck is not an option. Staying mad is not an option. Staying frustrated is not an option. Come on, lay your hands on yourself. Say, staying stuck is not an option. Talk to yourself with some authority, please. Say, staying stuck is not an option. Say that like you ain't going to be stuck after church tonight. Say, staying stuck is not an option. Tell your money, say, staying stuck is not an option. Tell your emotions, say, staying stuck is not an option. It's not. It's not. So a real friend is okay to give you compassion and truth. A real friend will tell you, Go change. See how card I got? A real friend will say, look. Now what are you shopping for with that? Because the only thing, this is bait, and the only thing you're going to catch is catfish with this. So a real friend will say, mm-mm. Holiness. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay, all right, watch me. So I showed you four real friends. And, and here, here's your deal. You really only need four. Jesus had Peter, James, John. His fourth was his mother. Because his mother had a level of closeness to Jesus to where she had a delicate balance, right? Because Jesus' brothers and sisters thought he was crazy. 
So she had to deal with the ones that said he's crazy and recognize that he's not. Y'all the ones that are crazy, but I still got to be y'all's mama and his mama. But he has the bigger assignment. Okay? And some of you parents, that's a revelation for you because you're trying to make them all come together and kumbaya and be equal, and that's not what's going to happen. You're going to sometimes have to be the mediator, watch me, uh, between those that don't get it and those that get it. And sometimes you're just going to have to step back and say, okay, there's just going to be differences, and everybody ain't going to come together. Everybody ain't going to like one another because each of you have a different assignment, and my assignment was to get you here, and sometimes it ain't going to be an episode of Soul Food. Not at the beginning. It's going to be the end after Big Mama Joe was gone. You got what I'm saying? All right. So look at this. You only need four. Said, I need my four. four. Uh Uh-uh. Say it like you're calling them in. Say, I need my four. Mark 2 and verse 3. It says, bringing a paralytic who was carried by what? Four men. Now, this is powerful because your friends will carry you when you need to be carried. Because it's going to be sometimes you don't feel like praying. Where the real folk at? But a friend will say, yeah, I can already tell you off. So, Father, in Jesus' name. A real friend will call you and say, I got you. A real friend does not, watch me, does not just call because they need something. Their calls will just be, you all right? See, I pray you have people in your life that watch me. Because some of you, here's how you feel. You feel like the only time I hear from anybody is when they need something from me. And it's made you a loner and not want to be around people because you feel like everybody only takes advantage of you. But in 2023, you're going to have some people who call to add value to you. Come on, I need you to worship God and call your four in. Say, God, send my four. Now, you may have some, you may have some, I talked to you this on Sunday, you may have some in those seats, but the reality is, is you probably don't have all four of those seats filled. It says, being a paralytic who was carried by four men, so he can't walk, so he has to be carried by his friends. Watch me, real friends recognize that sometimes you're going to go through a low season, but it's just a season. I ain't always going to be in this low place. I'm not always going to be in this low situation. All right? Watch me. Uh, Verse 4. And when they could not come near him because of the crowd, could not come near who? Jesus. Because of the crowd, they uncovered the roof where he was. This is powerful. So this means not only did they carry him, but they brought tools to be able to take the roof off the house. You have to think about the time in which this was. This wasn't just some little banana leaves on top of some little teepee. No. This was doing Roman occupation. What the Romans built, the Colosseum that the Romans built is still standing, which means that these were well-constructed homes in Capernaum. And so when they are taking the roof off this house, it means it requires work. Pay attention. Real friends don't mind when they have to work hard for you. And you don't trip when you have to work hard for a real friend. Why? Because this ain't transactional. This is relational, which means sometimes it's going to be you all uh, up all night for me, and sometimes it's going to be me up all night for you, and I'm good with it. They had to bring tools. They had to work. And the Bible says, and when they had broken through, which means a real friend, you ready for me? They will fight for you to get a breakthrough. They will pray with you until you got your, your, you approved. They will pray with you until you get your handshake. They will pray with you, and when you call them, they're going to be like, I told you to God be the glory. It says, 
When they have broken through, they let the bed down on which the paralytic was lying. So now we see why he needed four. Because if you only have one, he can't let them down. If you only have two, one at the front, one at the back, he can spin. If you only have three, you're going to have that fourth where he can fall off. You had four so that every corner of your life was covered. And for some of you, you have to pay attention. All your friends, listen to me closely, may not like one another. Now, this doesn't mean that they're enemies to one another. It just means, mean, yeah, we, we can't, I can't bring all y'all together. Because you serve different purposes in my life. See, some of your friends, they're going to get with you, and the only thing they want to do is talk about crypto. Crypto this, crypto that. Some of your friends, they're going to get with you, and the only thing they want to do is, is talk about the Lord. And that's good. But you talk about crypto, they're like, I don't know nothing about that. Is that Jesus? Roto Bashaya, that's my crypto. Put that, give me an NFT with that. Roto Bashaya. Some of your friends, all they're going to want to do is go, is go eat. That's what they want to do. It's Friday. Where we going to eat? We had Roadhouse last week. I don't want that heavy bread this week. Let's get some Mexican. Let's get some nachos. Then you're going to have some of your friends where all they want to do is work out. That's all. Come on, let's hit the gym. Like, ah, dog, that's all you want to do is work out. You want to just talk sometimes? Let's talk at the gym. <laughs> we talk about this workout. Don't bring her, though. She's going to talk about this crypto. I don't want to hear about that. And don't bring Sheila. She just want to eat. We just went to the gym. Pay attention. They serve different purposes in your life. And watch me, and you have to be okay with the fact that sometimes they will come together and sometimes they may not. Okay? Right? Listen, you, you not, you, everybody ain't going to have episodes of the best man, final chapter, where all the friends come together. Somebody's like, what is that? Google it. All right, look. They let down the bed on which the paralytic was lying. What is the man's name? We don't know. Which means you can put yourself right here. Because the man can't move, watch me, the way he wants to move. Which means real friends recognize, I understand you're in a situation right now where you can't move the way you want to move. You ain't used to moving how you're used to moving, but I got you. I pray you hear those words from your friends this year. I got you. Come on, y'all. Open your mouth. Say, I'll hear those words this year. I got you. I don't like how low you're saying it. Open your mouth and say it with authority. Say, I'll hear those words this year. I got you. All right? Now, look at this. Verse 5. Verse 5. When Jesus saw their faith, which means real friends will have faith for you when you don't have it for yourself. When you've given up, real friends will say, here go another application. When you said, I can't take no more, a real friend will say, here go another one. A real friend, watch me, when you have said, I'm through, a real friend will say, yeah, I know what you said yesterday, but here I found this while I was Googling. In town. A real friend will say, yep, here go this thing we need for, our, for the business to get started. Here go. And be like, I ain't even talking about no business right now. Yeah, but I'm talking about business right now because I got you. When Jesus saw their faith, what kind of faith do you have to have? To where Jesus says, you didn't even have none. But because you had the right friends, I'm going to count their faith 
is your faith. What am I trying to tell you? In 2023, God's trying to upgrade your friendships because maybe you won't have the faith, but he's going to put you around some people that say you are well able and this is your year of jubilee. Come on, open your mouth Wednesday. Please call in what you need. Say, Lord, send my four. Now praise him like he's already done it. Praise him. Praise him like he's already done it. 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 Come on, just fist bump four people and say, you got your four, you got your four, you got your four. Tell them, prophesy, tell them, you got your four. You got your four. You got your four. Come on, online, type it in the comments. You got your four. Right? Now, when Jesus saw whose faith? Their faith. I want you to pay attention to what never happened. The man never spoke. The man never said anything. The man never said, watch me, take me to Jesus. Because a real friend, what they will do is they will say, oh, you getting healed today. They will say, I'll pick you up for church. Or since you're having trouble being consistent, I'll come get you. Yeah, I'll be outside. Yeah, I'll be out there at 630. It's snowing, so we got to be on time. I mean, no, no, no. Uh, me. The man never spoke. The man never said anything. The man never speaks to Jesus. The man never says, would you heal me? The Bible says Jesus was so impressed with the faith of his friends. He says, so y'all brought him here. Y'all took the roof off the house, not even caring about whose house it was. Which means, you, watch me, a real friend will risk theirs to help you. You ain't my friend until you risk something. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. You ain't my friend until you have made a risk. You didn't care whose house it was. You didn't care what they thought, which means, who gonna put the, look at me, who's going to put the roof back? Who's going to put the roof back? In other words, they were like, I got you. So somebody going to pay for this. We're going to pay for this. Real friends will come together and say, we came together. We got you. You couldn't pay your fee, we paid it for you because you need it. You can pay for the procedure, we paid for it because you got it. Come on, I need you to practice these words. Practice these words that you're going to hear this year. Say, say, we paid for it. Y'all better hear me. I so look, when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, son, your sins are forgiven you. Pay attention to what the real friends didn't do. They didn't point the man to them because they recognized he wasn't their project. He was their friend. So they got him to what he needed. They didn't make him need them. How do you know you have a fake friend when they want to be the answer to everything? Instead, they said, let's get him to the man of God because we don't know what to do with this. And ain't no sense in us trying to sit up and do what we don't have the capability to do. We're not going to turn him to us because we don't know what to do. We're going to turn him to the right resources that he needs. All right, let's go. Verse 12. Immediately. Now, I need you to practice this. I, I know we say that a lot. And some of you, at some point, some of y'all are going to catch it and get it. Because the ones that are catching it and getting it are sending in these praise reports. I need you to be the next one. All right? Watch me. I, we don't know how long the man had been like this. 
we don't know exactly what the man's issue was. We just knew that he couldn't walk because they had to let him in on, on a stretcher. Uh, watch me. But the Bible says when Jesus saw his friend's faith, he says, son, your, look at the scripture. It says, look, look at this, your sins are forgiven. Stop, 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 stop. He didn't say you're healed. He said your sins are forgiven, which means what you did to get in this position was something you shouldn't have did. But what I'm going to do is go back and fix the root instead of just the fruit so you ain't going to be in this predicament no more. What am I trying to tell you? Real friends will help you get to the root of your issue. Jesus never said you're healed. He said whatever wrong you did to get paralyzed, which means you did something to open the door to this. And I'm going to go shut the door. I'm going to go shut. You struggling because you did something. You opened the door. This ain't suffering. This is struggling. There's a difference. Suffering is when you go through something that you didn't start. Struggling is when you go through something that you're responsible for. So Jesus says your sins are forgiven because the reason you like this, Mr. Paralytic, is because you opened the door you have no business opening. But your friends are so loving and your friends care so much about you that they let me deal with the root of your issue and not just the fruit of your issue. Jesus said your sins are forgiven. What you did to get jacked up is forgiven. I'm so glad, let's pause for the cause, that Jesus knows how to look past all the other stuff and be like, let me deal with the root issue. And for some of you, that's what's happening in your life right now, is he's digging up and whenever you dig to the roots, it gets dirty. But if I fix this root issue, you'll never have this issue again. And for some of y'all, you better hear me. The issues you're going through right now, you will never, ever go through these issues again. Open up your mouth and say, I'll never go through these issues again. Say it again Wednesday. Say, I'll never go through these issues again. And immediately, got up took his bed no it wasn't tomorrow it was what now let's just see let's just see let me see how many folk we can get a breakthrough by this time tomorrow see whatever let me see how many folk online I can get to get a breakthrough tomorrow I got four of y'all in here I can get a breakthrough with. come on I need you to find the most radical person around you and I need you to go touch him on the shoulder and just speak this. Say, you'll have it immediately in 24 hours. Come here. Give me your shoulder. You'll have it immediately in 20. Fine. No, please find somebody. Please find somebody. You'll have it immediately in 24 hours. Come on, YouTube. Come on, Facebook. Let's see how many praise reports we can get. Let's see how many testimonies we can get. Not 48 hours. But you'll have it immediately. Say immediately. Say immediately. Immediately. All of this happened because he had the right friends. All of this happened because he was around the right people. I submit to you your delay has been because of your circle. 
<laughs> when he had the right people around him, it was an When he had the right people around him, it was a what? Check your row. Make sure you're on the right row. Say, this is the immediate row. Online. You need to type that in the comments. This is the immediate. If you're on this Facebook page, everybody on the page immediate. If you're on this YouTube channel, everybody in the YouTube is immediate. Good God. If you're on this app, everybody in the app is immediate. If you're on the website, everybody on the website is immediate. Look what happens. We got to go. We got to go. He went out in the presence of them all. Everybody saw it. Everybody saw him paralyzed. Watch me. Everybody saw him get up. Let me help. I'm glad God let you see, let some people see you. I'm glad God let some people see you in your valley. I'm glad God let some people see you on the bus. I'm glad God let some people see you with tears. I'm glad God let some people see you in a breakup. I'm glad God let some people see you in your low state. Because he's about to let those same people see you in your immediate. Because everybody's about to see it. Come on, this time lay hands on yourself. Say, everybody's about to see it. Yeah, you saw me struggling. You saw me crying. You saw me frustrated. You saw me angry. You saw me confused. But you're about to see me conquer. Yeah. Yeah. He walked out in front of everybody. Because he had the right people around him. And what did all of them say? We ain't never seen anything like, say your name. Ain't never seen it. Ain't never seen it. We ain't never seen somebody catching lifts and now they own a fleet of lifts. We, I don't like your silence. I don't like your silence. We ain't never seen somebody that didn't have and now they leading conferences to teach other people how we ain't never seen somebody that was a statistic become a statistic breaker, a line crosser, history maker, boundary breaker, curse breaker. You weren't paid, born to just pay bills and die. You were born to rule and to reign and to conquer and subdue. Give God the praise right there. Everybody going to see. 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 Your mama going to see. Your daddy going to see. Your haters going to see. Your exes going to see. Everybody's going to see. Come on, look at somebody and say, everybody going to see. Leave it alone. Let's see. Let's see. We never saw anything like this. Everybody gonna see. The people who ain't clapping for you, pay attention to who doesn't clap. Because when God does it, 
it's going to be so big, you're going to forget that they didn't clap. Because the claps of everybody else is going to drown out their silence. I need you to make sure you're next to a celebrator. In the building, would you clap for somebody and say, I'm celebrating your victory. Come on, online, clap for somebody. If you ain't got nobody, clap for me and I'm clapping for you. They clapping is going to be so loud, you don't hear their silence. Your celebrators are going to be so loud, you don't hear your haters. Oh, your celebration is going to be so loud, you don't hear your haters. Everybody going to see. Everybody going to see. They're going to see you driving in it. They're going to see you living in it. They're going to see you dropping your black card for it. They're going to see you smiling for it. Everybody going to see. So. Everybody going to see. It's why God let people see your struggle. Look at your name and say, don't be ashamed. I curse you feeling ashamed. What is curse? I empower it to fail. I curse you feeling like a failure. Because this year, everybody Oh, see. I was trying to get to the message. That was the intro. But everybody gonna see. The message was called with friends like these who knew his enemies. <laughs> Your enemies gonna see too. You know what? You know what I'm so excited about? Let me tell you what I'm so excited about. With this thing just popping on my head. You know what I'm so excited about? The people who were praying you'd fail. They're about to find out God wasn't listening to them. You know what I'm excited about? The people who were hoping you wouldn't make it. But everybody gonna see Because what if this man didn't have those four friends? We would never know about his story. He would never have it immediately. He would never have had this great victory that everybody saw. Stand with me. We got to go. Stand with me. We got to go. So I'm just going to read these. <laughs> I was trying to preach this, but the Lord wants you to know. Everybody going to see. <laughs> okay, okay, we got to get this out. I need you to just release a five-second, everybody going to see praise. Go. Praise him. 
let her praise him. Y'all gonna let her praise by herself? Everybody gonna see. Come on, stand, we gotta go. Everybody stand, we gotta go. Everybody's going to sing. Look at me. Proverbs 27, 6. Faithful are the wounds of a friend who corrects out of love or concern. What if his friends cared about his comfort? I don't feel like it. Real friends will say, get your up. I don't care nothing about what you feel like. I'm just going to stay at home. Get your... A real friend will say, put a hat on and come on. A real friend, I'm learning this for the ladies. A real friend will say, grab this wig. Put that on and let's come on. Get the low maintenance one. Say, Lord, give me real friends. 1 Corinthians 15, We're going home. I just got to get you this. Because you don't need friends like this. Don't be fooled. Bad friends is going to ruin good habits. Imagine this man had bad friends and they let him get in the habit of being paralyzed. Some friends are enablers. Because instead of helping you, you keep going through money trouble. Instead of helping you budget, they just give you money. That's an enabler. When you want something to soothe what you're going through, they go, pick the, they go to the queue for you. And if you know what the queue is, don't look at me like that. You ready? Watch me. Bad friends will ruin good liquor store for everybody that's still trying to figure that out. I, I got to say that because I don't need nobody to say, is he talking about QAnon? I don't even know who QAnon is. I don't even know who that is. I don't know that. I know the Holy Ghost. Listen. Proverbs 22, 24. Do not be a friend of somebody with a bad temper. Don't keep company with a hothead. Just a neighbor say, chill out so I don't have to cut you. Now you can interpret that however you want it. You ain't finna tear my stuff up in my car. You tear your own stuff up. If you want to have an emotional moment, you go to your house and tear your stuff up. And if y'all roommates, you go to your side and tear your stuff up so that's your deposit. Don't you tear my stuff up. Look at verse 25 says, so you're going to learn his ways and set a trap for yourself. You cannot be around people who can't control their emotions. So flip it. Not a hot head. Maybe they're an emotional head. The Bible says don't be friends with people like this. The Bible says it's a commandment. Don't do it. Proverbs 20:19. A gossip tells secrets. Don't hang around chatterers. Bible says if your friends are gossips, imagine if his four friends, look at me, look at me, look at me, because this is what some of y'all's friends do. This is why you need new friends. They see you in their situation. They talking about your situation. And ain't nobody went to pick you up to take you. Imagine if all his friends did was talk about his situation. Some of you got gossips. You're around chatterers. And a dog, what's the saying? That bring a bone. Gonna take a bone? All I know is that's too much bone. So let's, 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 let's just leave, let's leave that alone because this Wednesday crowd, y'all been taking some of my analogies way too far. You know how many messages I got about last week with that pulled pork? Listen, I, 
Y'all take my analogies way too far. Okay? Come on, be spiritual. I didn't want to talk about it no more. I was like, I just leave it alone. I don't want to say names. <laughs> you know how many messages I got? Amen. That's where you got to get chicken. Listen. Look, look at the friend next to you and say, if you gossip about me, I pray what you say about me happens to you. <clears throat> First Corinthians 5, 11. Here's the last one. Everybody stand at home in the building. We're going. We're going. But actually, this Paul speaking. <laughs> I, love, I love the Bible. Because you, you, can, you, can, you can learn so much about their culture and how they spoke. Paul says this, but actually... But actually, I wrote to you not to associate with a so-called brother. You ready? If he sleeps around. Whoop. Let me come up here to point to the board. If he's a sexually immoral person. You ready? The Bible says if they loose that loose spirit gonna get on you let's move a greedy person the problem of being around greedy people is that they will make you think that greed is the way to win look an idolater let's talk for a moment I just I believe in, in crystals idolater I believe in I believe in sage what do you mean you believe in sage what do, you, what do you believe in? Now, you're doing it for to smell your house good, make your house smell good? What are you doing it for? Because if you're doing it for some other reason, you're an idolater. You ready? I don't really believe in Jesus and organized religion. I just believe in the environment and earth idolater. What does the Bible say? You're not, look at the screen, to hang around such people. An, an idol, anything that takes the place of God. You ready? Yeah, well, I know what the Bible say, but this is what my family going to do. Your family is an idol. But this is what my wife wants. She's an idol. This is what my husband wants. He's an idol. Anything that you put before God is an idol. And the Bible says if you're around people who are an idolaters, you're not supposed to have friends like that. Imagine if his friends didn't worship Jesus because they worship their need to be needed. Idolater. Come on, let's go. Or is, look at this, or is verbally abusive. Wow. Or habitually drunk. If they always blaming it on the alcohol. I ain't judging nobody. I'm just reading verses. Or a swindler. If they running scams and schemes. Look what the Bible says. Look what the Bible says. Don't even go to Popeye's. Go by yourself. Don't even get a sub. Way sandwich. Don't even, don't even eat with such a person. Question. Based on Paul's directions, 
how many people need their walking papers? Because while you think you're influencing them, they're influencing you. What if they tried to get, get him healed but say, Jesus, um, let us get something for this healing. Let us make a little money on the back end. Say, Lord, give me my four real friends. Godly friends. Not perfect, because I'm not perfect. But give me friends that make me better, and I make them better. Worship God for three seconds for your friends. Come on, in the building and no line. Come on. In the building and no line. Come on. Everybody's going to see that you have great friends around you. Everybody's going to see. It's about eyes closed in this building and online. You need to become a Christian tonight's your night. Secondly, if you need to recommit yourself to the Lord, no judgment, no condemnation, no shame. Father, thank you that you are good. You are perfect in all your ways. So tonight, God, if we need to come to you for the first time, recommit ourselves to the Lord. Or third, like visit moment, I'm not sure where things stand with God. I don't really know. I really don't know, but I want to be sure tonight. In this building and online, wherever you're at, on the count of three, I'm going to ask that you slip your hand up. You need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Hear nothing that I heard tonight is shame. Here's what I love about the story. The man, Jesus never says what he did. God loves us so much. Somebody say, he covers me. I don't know who needs to hear this, but God loves you so much. Watch me. God, not only did he cover you, but he made sure they couldn't find the evidence. Y'all better hear me tonight. Say, he covers me. He never said what he did because he was like, that ain't none of y'all's business. That's between me and him. And I covered him. If you become a Christian, recommit yourself, Lord, or be sure, on the count of three, slip that hand up in the building. Online, do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. One, two, three. If that's you, hand up in the building. Online, do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Jesus loves you with an unconditional love. Everybody, pray this for me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth, and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. Thank you, Lord, for sending me my four this year. Show me those I already have so I can build. Make me open to the ones you're sending. In Jesus' name. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself, Lord, is sure. Take your phone out, text Harvest to 55498 or scan the QR code that's on the screen. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 55498 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.